everyone, and welcome to episode 40. Can you believe it? Episode 40. Graham says we deserve a medal. I'll be excited. No, you said that. he deserves a medal. Oh, he deserves a medal. A chocolate medal. Yeah. Was actually 40 what he said. episodes of What's the Takeaway podcast. Thank well, you for being such good listeners. I'd like to point out that, Julie, it's not 40 episodes for us. Because we've not spoke as much as Danielle That's has. True. I it's have spoken for 40 so episodes. Graham and Danny deserve a medal. Yeah. Do we get anything else? That seems right. Um, I think we we'll just let Danny do this all by herself this episode. That is fine. Yeah. Chatty Cappy. Yeah. You get to talk uninterrupted. You know I will. <laughs> right. Where is this going, girls? <laughs> episode 40. Uh, episode 40. Mm-hmm. Which is today we are going to look, well, we've entitled this one Mary Did You Know? We're going to. Um, <laughs> we're going to look at the there's a song called Mary Did You Know we're going to look at the lyrics of that mm-hmm. and we're going to look at some of the prophecy um, mm-hmm. surrounding Mary and the birth of Jesus yeah. and the pregnancy and stuff and I know we spoke about Mary um, I think four episodes back mm-hmm. but that was very much about you know Mary when she was um, the mum so episode 40 I so is this like a flashback it's like a flashback yeah, a flashback we're going episode back, we're time, going back in but, Mary's life. It's Back to the Future. No, oh, <laughs> but, but, in but, Mary's but. life, it's a flashback because we but. talked about her relationship with Jesus when he was an adult, and now we're going back to before he was. Oh, it's a flashback. You with me? I'm with you. Yeah, oh, it's I mean, a movie. It's, stretch, it's a movie TV but, thing. You know, it's a stretch. <laughs> I don't you think so. are stretching too far. Got, all right. I'm just thinking every time we talk about the Bible, it's a flashback. That, that's all right. I'm right. <laughs> And Mary's life specifically, yes, okay, okay. except for the Book of Revelation. Yeah. Well, there we're counting things yeah. like is, is it? Um, yeah, okay. Before we completely digress, yes. Before we uh, have to restart <laughs> this recording, yeah. Okay, so um, for me personally, I've had the privilege of being pregnant twice, and I remember when I was pregnant, thinking about, I wonder what my children would be. I wonder what they'll be like when they're born. I wonder what like when they go to school, when they grow up, what they'll be when they grow up. All these different things, and I think most expectant mums. Well, agree, ladies, that these are thoughts that we have. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and today we're going to look at this from Mary, the mother of Jesus' point of view. Um, and I think because I, I wasn't raised Catholic, I was raised Christian, um, that Mary was never, I was going to say not that big a deal, but, you know, like for Catholics, Danielle, you were raised Catholic, so you've been very used to Mary being... Magnified. Magnified. Mm-hmm. Up there, statues about her, things like that. So for me, I was raised that Mary was an important person. Mm-hmm. She played a role. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was mm-hmm. it. She's not a saint. Mm-hmm. She's not somebody we pray to. Somebody we're thankful to for stand, you know, mm-hmm. for um, stepping up to the task that she was given. But it's not... So I never really put that much kind of emphasis on it, and that's obviously not what we're going to do today but either so all of a sudden yes I've made a statue and <laughs> we're not going down that route I absolutely Gabriel promise you. <laughs> um, but to look at it from a mum to mum point mm. of view human. to think about yeah mm. that human mm. thing that I don't think I would have understood until you mm. know I was in the situation where um, where I was a mum and I've had mm. you know the similar kind of experiences um, so there is a song called Mary Did You Know? Mm-hmm. If you, listeners, if you've not heard of it, I would, you know, ask you, probably just pause, go away, listen to it, and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode. 
Um, there's lots of different artists out there that do it, but it is. It's a lovely, it's a lovely song. Um, Julie, I'm going to come to you. Would you mind reading Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 38? Sure. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favoured one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth the son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and on his, of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month of her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel, angel departed from her. Thank you very much. Um, later on, we're also told that Mary pondered all these things in her heart, didn't mm -hmm. she, about her son. Okay, so let's go back to the song. The first time I heard the song, it really did something in me. And I think it really made me see Mary from that mum point of view. So our homework for this episode was to listen or read the words, ladies, because Julie just told me she didn't listen to it. Um, <laughs> I'm telling on you, Julie. <laughs> I do have the words in front of me, so I have does. looked at the words. She does. Um, and pick out what we felt spoke most to us most. Mm -hmm. um, the interesting thing is here, none of us know what the other ones are going to say. Mm. So we might all have picked the same lyrics, mm -hmm. um, but we're just going to have a wee chat about it. So, Julie... Would you like to go first and pick mm -hmm. a wee lyric for us to? Um, I picked two lines or two mm -hmm. little portions of the song and I think they both kind of relate to the same idea mm -hmm. about Jesus. Um, and it's the part that says, um, he walked where angels trod. Um, when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Mm -hmm. And the last line, that the sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. That was the one I picked. Oh, well, you can have that one. Yeah, no, we'll share so it. We'll share I, I, I picked I three, like and two of them were mental. That. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, yeah, so let, let's go with your first one then. Um, did you know that your baby boy mm -hmm. has walked where angels trod? When you kiss that little baby, you kiss the face of God. What was it about that line? I just think that's, like, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't know how to really yeah. put that into words. Like mm -hmm. that's just what? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like God, no, is a tiny like I, I'm, I don't have words. I love that you don't have words for it though. I think that is what you just 
said stroke sounded out there it just <coughs> sums it up so well doesn't it mm. so you know like when you're handed that wee baby mm-hmm. and you have and you give your wee baby the first you kiss the first, we all think our babies are just the most important things in the whole world that's mm-hmm. but this when you kiss your little boy when you kiss your little baby you kiss the face of god this was a baby compared to no other baby mm-hmm. this was this was God in flesh, wasn't it? You know, it was Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely phenomenal. Danielle, have you got anything you'd like to add about that line? Not about that one, no. no. Okay, so let's come down to the other one. Um, so did you know your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? Mm. That sleeping child you're holding is the great <coughs> I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you have some that was one that you said that you'd picked? yeah I just loved it because I just I think it goes back to what Julie was when she picked her first one about the, the, when you kiss your little mm-hmm. baby you kiss the face of God mm-hmm. and then I just think the sleeping child you're holding is the great I am <clears throat> and I just kind of always have been so enamored by the fact that the God of the universe <clears throat> would step down into a human body yeah <laughs> choose to be born through a birth canal mm-hmm. come into this world and be nursed and cared for by a woman who um whom his own father created mm-hmm. like i just i'm so fascinated by mm-hmm. there is probably a proper uh, theological word for what he's done but that just that coming down from that throne mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. such a humble state mm-hmm. and then you being the one to sort of nurture that child like mm, yeah. the privilege of holding him of being responsible for him, like just such the privilege, you know, like mm-hmm. I love watching the chosen because his interactions with her on the chosen are mm-hmm. so like, so like really cool sometimes. Right, I've never watched it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I just think like, I don't know. I just think like, like you said, you know, you hold your baby and you have all these hopes and dreams. And I think that when Mary was holding him and she was holding God in her hands, mm-hmm. like, who are we? But yet, so beautifully, the analogy is we do get to be that close to God. Mm. Yeah. You know, we do get to hold him like that mm-hmm. and be near him and, um, you know, in a totally different way than Mary, mm. but still nonetheless, mm-hmm. like, I just don't know what that would be like, like to hold power, all the power of the universe in the form of a baby mm-hmm. in your arms. <laughs> no. And he is the great I am. Like the mm-hmm. I am. And just think about it. She was always waiting. Everyone was waiting. Everyone was waiting for the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be able to say, I am like actually holding the Messiah right now. Perhaps maybe, just maybe she didn't really know, you know, the yeah. full extent of it all. Uh-huh. And she it, was young as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it unfolded to her mm-hmm. maybe. But but I just think like, what is that about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. The, I, I, I just doesn't really matter how many times I try to think about it mm-hmm. like try to put you think about all the thoughts she must have had like what does the future hold for him what is he going to do or whether it was that just in that moment mm. you know I like to think there was just that real uh, you know just mm-hmm. amazing that that was her that was her task on earth mm-hmm. was to to raise Jesus mm-hmm. to be that you know mum to love him and to look after him and Oh, it just it blows my mind. Yeah. Um, so the first line that I'd picked was, um, did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mm. And that made me think about the 
protective side of being a mum, mm. about how you know you would do anything really to protect mm. your children, um, and to to save them or to to do anything you know that you would do whatever you can do, and to have that flipped round mm. that actually well you delivered this you naturally delivered this baby, but he is now going to deliver you. It's mm. like he is now the protector of you. Mm-hmm. It just kind of. Just so many different elements mm-hmm. of it that, you know, you just think it's mm-hmm. just amazing. It would just be really, you know, if you could know her thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, or she must have had many because, you know, she pondered on them, didn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah. Um, I just think there's so many. Yeah. And I think every time I listen to the song, and it is one of the songs that gets added to my Christmas <laughs> playlist, um, a different bit of it speaks to me. Mm. You know, it's probably depending on what I'm feeling. Yeah, I could you see know, that. that um because there's the one, you know will calm the storm with his hands. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bit that says walk on water, but yeah. I don't actually see I don't have that lyric right in front of me. It's right in the start. Would one day walk on water? No, I actually no mine's I must have cut that out, yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, you know, one day walk and more. Gosh, we all think we all want our kids to achieve many <laughs> things, don't we? Did you ever think the walk and water? I know for you, Danielle, when we think about you know, when you think about Miles and what you've been thinking that he would achieve and what he's achieved. I mean, that just totally incredible young man there, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. But all these things that we we do think, don't mm-hmm. we? Yeah, the hopes, um, the hopes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is here obviously is balanced by. You know what is to come, mm-hmm. and to be the Messiah, what's going to have to be fulfilled? Yeah, oh, what's yeah. to come? Yeah, what's mm-hmm. to come? So mm-hmm. Danielle, the beginning of the story. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I think you. Know, we come to you. You were going to share some prophecies with us round yeah. about. <clears throat> Pardon me, some fulfilled stuff. Not a lot, just a couple. Jules, if you want to read them for oh, me yeah, as sure. well, that would be really great. If you could go to Isaiah chapter seven, verse fourteen, and I'll just share a couple with you. And then I wanted to say this little thing. And then I want to talk a little bit about Anna, if that's okay, because she's what impressed me the most when I started thinking about this story. I hope that my <clears throat> my phone will bring up that story. Um, did you get that verse, Jules? Isaiah. No, 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 Luke. Oh, I lost it. Um, sorry, no, Isaiah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Isaiah 714. <clears throat> are you there? Like, am, are you in Isaiah? Today? Yes. Okay, good. I didn't scare you off, did I? <laughs> Go for it. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son Mm -hmm. and shall call his name Emmanuel. Yeah. So that's the prophecy. Then we can go to Matthew chapter one. I'm going to have you all over here, Bible. Verse 18 to 23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away in se- secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take you, Mary, your to take to you Mary, your wife. Sorry, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for mm-hmm. he will save his people from their sins. Yeah. So we see Isaiah saying that she's gonna be, he's gonna be born of a virgin, mm-hmm. and then we see that story fulfilled in Matthew, and then Isaiah nine six. 
should get my finger on that. Hi, sorry. At least you do know your Bible. You know where you're going. Well, I'm feeling the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. We'll wait. We'll meditate oh. on these words. It's like, you know, we should have like sweets. But if she oh, finds I, it fast, we can throw sword. a wee sweet. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm all messed up now. I can't find it. <laughs> I see we put you under the pressure. Yep. Under pressure. Under pressure. It's okay. Hasn't we'll it got wait. the tabs at the side, Julie? Yeah, but I'm not. It's hard when it's not your Bible. She has a bad wrist. <laughs> Asking her to turn all these pages with her right. wrist. What chapter? Isaiah 9 <laughs> 6. 9 verse 6. Mm-hmm. Here we go. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And then go now to Micah 5 2. <clears throat> Can hear us turn our pages. I know. We do use our Bibles, <laughs> we promise. <laughs> All the oh, minor prophets. That's not Micah, Julie. That's Malachi. Sorry, uh, Malachi. <laughs> Graham liked that joke. I went street with him one time and a guy shouted out at me, Malachi. Go to your front. Would you like my phone to Google it? Yeah, go for it. Micah 5 2. <laughs> yeah, that'd be faster, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Graham's already on it. Yep. Come on, Graham. Graham, probably people want to hear there your you voice. Look, look, Julie. Julie, Graham has it. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> Micah 5 verse 2 But you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose mm-hmm. origins are from old, from ancient times. Yeah. So I think like, we're seeing all these things are fulfilled in that story. We know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. We know that he was given these names. We know that the, the government will be upon him at some point. That's a f- prophecy for the future. But we know that he was also born of a virgin birth. We know that he was born, you know, he, that he's a Nazarene and that there was a prophecy for that. There's prophecy after prophecy after prophecy. Um, there's, if you really, really want to know all the prophecies that Jesus fulfilled, you could go to a website and just type, like you can type into Google every prophecy that Jesus fulfilled. And there's so many, but the story, the Christmas story itself, in, in both of those chapters, both Luke and Matthew, it totally tells you how those things were fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that because no other prophet, that was one of the things I wanted to read. <clears throat> there is no prophecies for telling for telling the details about the birth of other religious leaders. No prophecies alerted the world to the coming of Muhammad in Islam, Joseph Smith of Mormonism, David Koresh of the branch of Davidism, Charles Taze Russell, the Jehovah Witnesses, Siddhartha Gautama of Buddhism, or any other founder of the world's religions. Yet the Old Testament pinpointed numerous details about the life of the Son of God and the Savior of the world. And I love that because it's mm. at, Jesus is so unique. Mm-hmm. He There's no other human in history that has ever fulfilled to the point the things that he mm-hmm. has and i think if you were to say i think there's like a it's a stupid number but it's like two billion in one or like it's like not even two billion actually it's like a number that we don't even use versus the chances and mm-hmm. it's it's almost virtually impossible but jesus fulfilled all those things and i think that that gives so much power to his story and mm-hmm. his testimony. And I think when people look at him and they they that Jesus wasn't real or Jesus wasn't the son of God or it was some fantasy that Mary made up, you know, whatever it might be, the reality is if you actually really want to know and you look into it, he fulfilled 
so many prophecies. Mm -hmm. And we've only talked about a couple being fulfilled from Isaiah to the New Testament. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, is that he is who he said he was and he was prophesied. And there's no other faith that you find that has any of these things in it. And I think that's the uniqueness of Christianity. The uniqueness of Christianity is that it is an absolute truth and that these things have come to pass and the things that he's prophesied about his future. Cause like you said earlier, Julia, Julie, sorry, that this is the beginning of the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just the beginning, but someone who stood out to me that I wanted to talk about in, in how in a, a while back we were talking about, um, uh, women in the Bible and, um, and different, women that God encountered or used. And one of the stories is in Luke chapter two. I think I lost my page on my internet, but I'm going to go here in my Bible. I'll come back to my phone in a minute. It's in Luke chapter two. And it's um, when Jesus was born, he was taken to the temple to be um, dedicated. Yeah. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus presented at the temple. So it's Je- uh, Luke chapter two, verse 22. Now, when the days of purification, according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem, him being Jesus, to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, this is verse 25. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. So he was a spirit-filled man and has been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see his death. So he wouldn't see his death before he had seen the Lord Jesus Christ. So he came in verse 27. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when when his parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, let me turn my page here. He said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. So he got a word from the Lord that he would not die until he'd seen Jesus. And now he automatically recognizes because he's filled with the Holy Spirit. I am looking at the Messiah. And he says that in verse 29, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Didn't it say in Micah or no, in um, Isaiah that one of his names would be salvation? So which you have prepared before the face of all the peoples, a light to bring your revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoke to him. Um, Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is destined. Listen to this. Could you imagine? Behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rising of many in Israel and for a rising of many Sorry, and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. So here we're having that prophecy over him that like, listen, you've given birth to this child, but there's a lot going on. And this is where maybe we start unfolding. He's going to be the Messiah, the King Mm -hmm. of Israel, you know, and then we have him encounter Anna, who here we have and his baby Jesus encountered women. So um, (laughs) I know verse 36. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess. Okay, so she's a prophetess, Mm -hmm. the daughter of Phineal of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and had lived with the husband only seven years from her virginity. And then, and this woman was a widow of about 84 years, dedicated herself to God, dedicated herself to the temple. 
who did not depart. She never departed from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, so this is verse 38, and coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own city and the child grew and became strong grace. So she encountered him and she was like, hold on a minute. I've been waiting for him. And here he is. So Simeon and Anna are sitting at that temple and all of a sudden they're spirit filled, serving God. This is how you know God. How you identify God is you spend time with God. That's how you identify God. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. They had been spending time with God and they knew what the prophecies were and they knew Mm -hmm. what God was going to do. And all of a sudden they see baby Jesus come into the temple and the spirit reveals to them, this is the Messiah. They go over, they announce it, which I think is beautiful. And then there we go. We move on into the next phase of the story. Mm -hmm. But I just love how even the people were waiting for him. Mm Mm-hmm. As we should be waiting for him. But if you think about it in light of Christmas, you know, he was born. Like Christmas, maybe maybe the answer or the solution to keeping our eyes on Jesus is to be waiting for him, Mm -hmm. to be waiting for his arrival, to be waiting for the moment of Mm. his return. Maybe that's how we keep our eyes on Jesus during this season Um, and not getting distracted. But, hey, my Lord, the story is not done. Mm -hmm. It's only just started. The next phase Mm -hmm. is the return of Christ. Maybe. No, it is for sure. <laughs> I was about like, maybe? No, but like maybe that's how we keep our eyes on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> I should just like know that's the baby we've been waiting for. Yeah. That's the one. Like, to, I, I think this is it though. Like, <clears throat> how did Mary know to anoint Jesus's feet? Mary, Martha's sister, Mary Bethany. Mm-hmm. How did she know to anoint his feet? She sat at him constantly and mm-hmm. listened to everything mm-hmm. he said. And we see Anna doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we see Simeon doing that, mm-hmm. you know, investing that time. Mm-hmm. And I think we get really carried away. Mm-hmm. We get carried away with life, with our house, our car, our clothes, our stuff, you know. Um, and he's coming back. Like, how yeah. do you identify a spiritual person from a carnal person? I don't know. But one time somebody told me that the difference is the spiritual person is constantly looking for the return of Christ, you know, because we live in the light of his coming mm-hmm. and we won't be doing just stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, we're living for him. Yeah. There you go. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Julie, do you have anything you would like to add about Mary, about the prophecy, about... Anything? <laughs> I think the thing that, that stood out to me when we were sort of putting our thoughts together mm-hmm. for this this conversation um, was just how, like we were talking a, a little bit, you know, earlier about how Christ came into this world mm-hmm. as a baby mm-hmm. in the way that we all do mm-hmm. as human beings. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, he experienced every part of humanity mm-hmm. that we experience um and you know that you know the scriptures tell us that as well that he he was fully mm-hmm. human yeah and fully god mm-hmm. and so to be fully human mm-hmm. you can't not be born like a human and mm-hmm. so he did that like he humbled himself to mm-hmm. do that um and experienced that helplessness that babies have because they rely on you for absolutely everything Mm -hmm. he's got like he 
it's the yeah. creator of the universe mm-hmm. and he put himself in that position mm-hmm. to to be able to relate to us yeah mm-hmm. and that's like amazing amazing it? yeah yes yeah um john chapter 1 verse 14 says the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us we have seen his glory the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth mm-hmm. that's like yeah. mind-blowing mm-hmm. I think meditating on it renders us speechless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. The three of us are usually very like... Ooh. I know. Mm-hmm. I think that's like... I just find it really hard to comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't actually have the words. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I find, you know, like when you're tasked with something. So you can be tasked with, a, um, I don't know, anything. Mm-hmm. But when we just go about our day-to-day lives, don't we? Uh, oh, wait a minute. God's called me to do... I don't know, organise a retreat or do this or do that. And you just go about it. And yet, you know, there are times you think, oh, gosh, that was quite a big thing God got mm. me to do. But being the person that carried mm. Jesus, mm-hmm. being the person that was there to, I mean, you never think like, oh, my goodness, oh, I wish I'd done that wee bit of parent different if I did that. I mean, if it's the Messiah mm-hmm. that you were raising, mm. then yeah, I just think, you know, there's so much there. Yeah. So, yeah. I know I'm thinking about my takeaway. Are we there yet? Because I have a thought. Yeah. Yeah. My my takeaway. I'm thinking about my takeaway and I'm thinking, you know, it's about realizing for everybody, not just myself, but hopefully Mm -hmm. for those who are listening and also for non-believers, like this isn't a story. Mm. This isn't a Bible story. This is a historical fact. Yeah. This happened. This is real. And, you know, the, the belief that we're given to believe it is remarkable Mm -hmm. you know we've been given a grace Mm -hmm. to be able to believe that this is real because i know by living in this world that people don't believe that's real Mm -hmm. and i think like what grace have been given i that i should be so blessed to be able to be given this faith to walk in the fact that i know Mm -hmm. this is real Mm -hmm. that he is real and that he is who he says he is and he did walk the earth and he did do these things and I just feel very, very, my takeaway is I am blessed mm-hmm. yeah. that I have been given faith. Mm-hmm. I'm so blessed. And at this season where we're contemplating this baby in this woman's arms and the vulnerability and the mm-hmm. power and the future, you know, um, this is the time to be like really grateful. Lord, mm-hmm. thank you so much that this isn't a story that you you really did come to this earth to do this amazing thing um, so that you could win back humanity you know, the ransom of humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my takeaway is just like what glorious gift we've been given. What glorious, mm-hmm. glorious gift we've been given. Mm. What's your takeaway, Jules? Amen to that. <laughs> you did it, my takeaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah take I don't think there's really much more to add, to Excuse be honest. Me. I think mm. you've summed it all up like really perfectly. Mm. Um, yeah, what an yeah. incredible gift we've been given. Yeah. Best Christmas gift ever. It is the best Christmas gift ever. (coughs) I'm choking. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. I don't know CPR. No. (laughs) It's all right. Yeah, I think it's just, it's quite... Gobsmacking. mm, I think that's Mm -hmm. maybe the quietest we've been. Yeah. In the 40 episodes that, yeah, Graham's nodding. Graham agrees. (laughs) Graham's nodding and kind of laughing at us a wee bit. It does, it does induce... That we're quite somber all of us. It does induce, like, some thoughtfulness. Yeah, Yeah. And it doesn't actually... Um, I don't know, it's just quite 
thought-provoking, isn't it? And that's what I just said. I, like, I don't know what you said. I was trying to think of the I, said, I think it induces thoughtfulness. And then oh. you said, I think it's thought-provoking. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking there's that's another so word funny. I was trying to think of and I can't think what it is. It's because you were just choking. Yeah, it's because I was just choking. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it puts things into perspective. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Okay. puts things into perspective, doesn't it? You know, last episode we were talking about getting caught up in the kind of sex, yeah. the other side of things. And actually... When we start to feel that we're getting caught up in these things, we just need to stop and pause and look Meditate to prophecy. This, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and just really just go, do you know what, God, that's an awesome gift that you've done mm-hmm. for us, that you loved us so much that you yeah. put your son through that. And Yeah. The gratefulness. Amazing. Um, Julie, Danny, Danny, would you like to pray? <laughs> like, any mean mine more. <laughs> Holy Spirit says you. So, Lord, we do come to you in the name of Jesus, and we do want to raise our praise and our thanksgiving to you, Lord, for this beautiful gift of faith. Lord, who are we that you would look down on us and say, you know what? I want you to be my believer. I want you to be my child. Thank you so much, Lord. Um, thank you for the story of Christmas. Thank you for uh, the beautiful baby that you became for our benefit. Thank you for the lovely woman who is willing to go through all that and to to even like just be so willing to take on shame and take on embarrassment and the lovely man that took care of her um, when he could have shunned her mm-hmm. and turned her away. Thank you for the whole story, Lord. Thank you for the beautiful life that you lived for our benefit and on our behalf. And Lord, help us, yeah, at this time and in this season and in this space, this time in history even, to just stop and pause and be just awestruck, awestruck at what you did for us, Lord. Every song we sing, every worship hymn, every... um, Christmas carol that we lift up to you at this season. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you, Lord. Help us to remember this beautiful work and help us to remember it's just the beginning of your beautiful story and that, um, that you know, you will return for your church. We love you, Lord, so much. And we pray that you would meet each listener right where they're at, no matter what they're doing, what they're facing, the season they're in, the thoughts that they're having, that you would break through into their hearts and their lives, encourage them, enlighten them, and free them, Lord. If there's something they need to really surrender to you right now in this season, Lord, that you'd help them to do that, that they would gift you with that thing that you need and want from them. And Lord, I pray that um, you would be the focus of the Christian church, both macro around the world and micro within our own communities, God. Mm -hmm. Help us to keep it Christocentric this season. And I pray this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you for joining us again. We hope that um, we've given you something to think about. We've certainly all um, <laughs> been, Never been silenced yeah, by silence. by this um, episode. So, yeah, I hope that um, you know, we've given you some food for thought as well and um, just to really help you focus and fix your eyes on Jesus at, at this special time of year when we celebrate his birth. Um, join us again next week and um, if you have a takeaway let us know what it is we'd love to to hear from you amen amen bye bye, bye.